You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Josh Swallow's Broadway. Hi, Alan. Hey, Josh. How are you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. I miss you, my little baby. That's what you... You're just a baby. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. It's so cold here in New York this week. I know. I'm over it. I'm, I'm like, walking around in a, in a winter coat that looks like it's a... Like it, it looks like I took a Casper mattress and stapled it to my body. <laughs> and um, it's still not warm enough. I can picture that. And I, I fully support fo- walking around with this giant mattress yeah, around it's your like face. Yes. The marshmallow man on meth. Um, it's terrible. <laughs> and I walk around the city and um, seeing Broadway shows because Broadway is open and you should come too. But um, seeing Broadway shows and being like, why the fuck do I live here? Why? Who decided Broadway shouldn't be in the tropics? Well, be glad Broadway is not in Chicago because that gets even colder. I would take my life. I would take my life. And it would be Chicago's fault. Um, Anyway, first of all, I want to give a huge shout out to our Patreon family. I love you all so much. Thank you. Without you, we wouldn't have had season three. And now that season three is starting to wind down. um, Is that right? Wind down, wind up? Anyway. um, Wrap wrap, wrap up, wind down. Yeah, wrap up. uh, As we get... Uh, closer to starting season four. It's all because of you. Thank you. And I want to give a special shout out to Max and Noah. I know that you're listening. I love you too so much. Thank you for supporting the show. In the meanwhile, we have a really special guest today, my dear friend, Leslie Kritzer, who mm. I love. She's she amazing. Has, she she is so funny in everything she does. But we have some news that uh, is going to be breaking right as this episode drops. Which is so exciting. Which is What? I- which is, well, am I allowed to say it now? Well, I guess. Yeah, why not? Okay. She's going back to Beetlejuice! Pew, 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 pew. What? I mean, her performance in that was just unmatchable. It was brilliant. Um, We met doing Elf a million years ago, and um, she's been one of my dearest friends, one of my favorite people, and um, just one of those friends that you can call when everything is terrible, and... Just you go from crying to laughing in five seconds flat. Um, all right, Alan, are you ready? Are you Let's ready? Do this so excited. Roll the music. Josh Swallow, 
everybody. Welcome back to Josh Swallow's Broadway. Today I am with one of my favorite fucking people on the planet. Uh, she is a sister. She is a soulmate. She is everything I've ever wanted to be in this life. Welcome to the show, my baby baby, Leslie Kritzer. Hi, how are you? Oh my God, I'm so excited I'm doing this today. I am like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm finally doing Josh's podcast. It's perfect. I'm like, I have nothing to live for except for this. I've been huddled in like a marinating in my cat's fur, <laughs> just like counting down the days being like, is it Thursday, mother? Is it Thursday at, at 3 p.m., mother? I know. I never um, know what day it is. I'm like, is it Tuesday? Is it Wednesday? I, it's really. It doesn't matter anymore. Um, I got asked out on a date, which is really fun. And oh my God. they were like, how's like Saturday? And I was just like, when is, what is Saturday? <laughs> I've heard of this Saturday. Some weekends. say. Weekends. Some say they used to be called weekends, where people would go and get together in bars and have jolly fun. Some say. <laughs> people that have real jobs don't have to work on Saturdays. Oh, yeah, amazing. <laughs> Um, and I love that we're both in our like little virtual soundproof closets. Seriously, like two panic rooms. We look. Like <laughs> <laughs> I know. I always think it looks like like we've been kidnapped. You know, <laughs> like somebody True. kidnapped us. Seriously, um, though, if these walls could talk, the auditions that I've had to do in here for like pedigree, I had to do pedigree, um, doodles, poodle, like doodles for pets, and then there was another one I had to do the other day for like, oh God, oh Walmart. You know, corporate America. <laughs> All my like auditions in here are just always weird. They're always like, can you play a fatty hamburger? Like, and oh. I'm like, hi, welcome to Duncan. And now we've got fatty, fatty, fatty. Don't I sound like a talking donut? I know I can't. I can't. I hate this world. I hate this world. But it's nice. You, We have a place to hide when things are... Or if like a burglar, do you really? You do. Oh, I totally do. Yes, because I have a husband and I obviously talk about him. And, you uh, know, like in therapy, you talk about your spouse or whoever. So I go in here and I put my um, my phone up and my therapist is like, whenever I don't do it in here and I do it out there, because, you know, you just like privacy. She's like, you look so pretty. And I'm like, obviously, in my dungeon, I don't. <laughs> when you go into the closet as Vadim, like. Are you going to go talk shit about me? <laughs> no, he knows. He okay, knows. Good. Does he use the closet he for his therapist? No, he never uses the closet. <laughs> he doesn't have a therapist. He, he doesn't need it. He's more well-adjusted than I am. I'm the one with more issues <laughs> in life than him. Yeah, I love it when friends are like, you should see a therapist. And you're like, I thought we were close. I thought that, like, I could go to you. I can give you 20 bucks. That's a copay. Is that what you I want? Know, you fuck. Seriously. You miserable you idiot. Asshole. Um, I've been obsessed with you for a really long time. I went, uh, speaking of dates, I went on a date to see the Great American Trailer Park musical. Oh, my God. Oh, and my God. That was my first time experiencing the brilliance that is you oh thanks it was one um, of my favorites that's it truly is i really so think it's good i just tweeted the other day i was like you know what i'm gonna say it i think the great american trailer park musical should be revived it is so fun it is like exactly what we need right now we just need like a good old i think it's even 90 minutes 
Maybe it's actually no. There's an it's two acts, but it's just a blast. It it was so funny. Your character is like fake pregnant. What was it like yes. a, a um, hysterical pregnancy? Hysterical or Hysterical pregnancy. Yeah, she she keeps she thinks that she's pregnant, but she's not. <laughs> Pickles. Her name's Pickles. And it was so fun. It was the first like I had been doing hairspray. I wasn't even. I wasn't even 30 yet. I was like 26 or 27. I was doing hairspray for a year. And then I left to do the great American trailer park music. It was like my first real part that I originated in the city. Wow. And it was like, Oh God, it was just so fun. So it fun. So I love being a blonde. It was the best that cast recording. I still listen to, I love. And when I was on tour with wicked, I used to be like, okay, have you heard of this show? Okay. This is Leslie Kritzer and she plays a fake pregnant person. And you have to listen to this riff. And literally I'd like get out my CD Walkman or whatever the fuck and put Thank on God. like the headphones attached to it to somebody and be like, that riff, whatever you did. Oh my God. It was oh my remarkable. God. So fun. So fun. And, and always, you know, like, you know, always character driven, like stupid, never. Because I'm not, there's so many people that are so much better at riffing than me. It's not really my specialty, but when I can use it and be good at it, but use it in a character, it's the best. It's like it's, my favorite thing. Well, what I love about like your comedy and it's sort of like, it's definitely what I try to do is you make them real people, not like yeah. caricatures. And so yeah. it just makes it, I mean, just poor Pickles. Like, I want to be poor Pickles' pickle. friends. Poor Orafe. Poor Orafe. I mean, make like a nail and press on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and this whole cast, like, I would, because I don't think that, obviously, I think I'm too old now to do Pickles, but I'd love to direct it. And I think Orfe is still appropriate for her part. Like she, any, I really feel like a lot of the people are still age appropriate. I feel like Pickles was younger than everyone. So now I think Pickles needs to be like a new, really funny person. And I, I really want to direct it. I would, I would totally direct the shit out of it. It would be so fun. Can I play Linda Hart's track? Um, I feel like we need to switch it up and absolutely. Ah! Remember? Yeah. You remember she was on the roof of the fucking trailer park when in Storms of Broom when she does that huge whale. Well, we're gonna give the whale to somebody else because these the older I get, I'm like pre recorded. Honey, it's oh, pre recorded. Good. Okay, good. Because oh, I'm that like, was never I don't live. need to sing any high notes anymore ever again. Yeah. It's too stressful. You have to live like a monk. It's not my journey anymore. I know. Actually, no, she did sing it live, but it, on the album, it sounds, it sounds, well, it's so disco, that whole number. But no, it's like, it's like Dana Steingold and Beetlejuice, her screams after a while, after DC. We were like, girl, why are you doing like seven screams live? Like, I think even Lion King has some pre recorded, like weird yelps and stuff. And they pre recorded some screams for her because it was like, why? There's no point. Just yeah. have them pre recorded. Open your mouth, cue, you know, I and it's like, they wouldn't let me do that at Wicked. I was like losing my voice from screaming. Are you serious? I'm serious. And the sound people were like, yeah, no, that that wouldn't sound good. So we're not doing it. Okay. And so, you know, there's nothing worse. Oh, hi, cat. My cat came in here. See, this is why it can't be a panic room because the bad guys would be like, oh, this fucking cat wants to get in this room. Wait a minute. This is a panic room. Wait a minute. Hold on a sec. Hey, hey, Billy, get in here. We got a panic room. Oh my that's, God! That's what robbers sound like. I know. That's it. Robbers I've sound auditioned like. to play a robber. No, I have not. But if casting's listening, I am versatile. 
and available. And available. And a virgin. virgin. No, I'm not. No. And a virgin. No, here's a virgin. No. What was your probably debut? Hairspray. Uh, I was doing You're in Town on tour, and uh, I got a call to audition, and I, I think I was at Chelsea Studios auditioning. I auditioned for Hairspray, and I so I replaced Shoshana Bean, and so I went in for her, and then I covered three parts in that wow. show. Wow. Yeah, That's I covered amazing. all the all the moms and yeah, and two of the moms, the two main moms, and then Tracy. In, did you ever get to go on for Tracy? Oh yeah, a few times. Where's a the bootleg? Times. I need, I need, I crave. You know, there's an audio bootleg on YouTube. People have sent me links to that, but there's no video because back then, did we? No, we had cell phones in 2000, and but not like and, today. You would have to have today. like a fucking giant ass camcorder, yeah. like hidden in a box yeah. or something. I think people then were hat. like still doing legit phone camera like not phone um actual little cameras like yeah it's so weird technology's changed so much like you can do a high def full-on cinematic bootleg now with yeah. our phones i they do well it's amazing when like a bootleg of like the original cast of baby appears where i'm like no. how did you those things used to be the size of like two obese cats i know put together like how did you get away with that I know, and some really old random bootlegs of um, Betty Buckley and Carrie. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm obsessed with Carrie. I actually have a plan to make that show work. And you know? um, I even have a playlist of all the songs that I've cut because there needs to be a lot of cuts. It's about the the mommy and about <laughs> Carrie. That's what the show's I'm about. I can only imagine, I've never listened to it, but I can only imagine the amount of songs that don't need to be in that musical that are just filler. One day I am getting us edibles and I'm sitting you down and I'm going through the playlist with you beat by beat. You're probably going to want to take your life by the <laughs> end of it, but it's going to be fun and fabulous. It will be enlightening. <laughs> it will be and enlightening. enlightening. The times will call it edgy. Um, oh my God. So me. we first met on the great American musical Elf. I can't. <laughs> the The one show that I bought, I think Christmas presents for everyone. I think I bought, I was like, Leslie, what the fuck are you doing? Spending all of this money? Because I just, I, it was something with the holiday show. I wanted to, to get everybody a little something. Because, and also when you're a principal, you feel like, oh, we should do stuff. We should get stuff for people because it's nice. But anyway, why did I even bring that up, Gemini? Yes, <laughs> you and I had such a blast. Didn't we make each other like crack up on stage? All the time, I stuff. Because I didn't do shit in that show except quick change. So I just get on stage and be like, Leslie, it's me, Carol. Leslie. Oh my God. Just oh. stupid shit. And member of our, may he rest in peace, Michael. Michael, Michael Mandel. I know. That, that crushed me when, when he passed. He, we did Little Shop together way before we did Elf. Um, he was so great. And that laugh. Oh. But like, ha, 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 ha. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, my God. Him. He was like, honey, when during the big tap number at the end, like we'd be in rehearsal with Casey Hush and he'd be like, mm, he'd be like sitting to the side. He'd be like, nope, this is not no. my journey. 
Um, I still have so a great picture of him at rehearsal when he fell asleep with a sandwich on his shoulder. Oh, I think you showed me that at some point. I'll have to send it to you. It's my favorite picture of Mother Mandel. It's so weird um, when people pass away, like that we've like done shows with no new and then all of a sudden they're not here. It's just so it's so wild. Like I'm like, oh my God, Michael Mandel was like yesterday I would talk to him in rehearsal. You know, it's like yeah. it's so weird. Yeah, but we nuts. did have a lot of fun in that show. Yeah. A lot. Um, though there was always drama in the men's ensemble. Okay, now you know I don't remember. No, I don't remember any of that. I can I can without me naming a name, I can maybe think of one or two people that caused some drama. Oh my god. It was like two can it was like split into two groups. <laughs> and then there was one person who just didn't give a shit like about Broadway, about Ever. working, just like didn't was like, I want to be a lawyer, but I do Broadway instead. Like, just one of those assholes. Oh, I know. Um, yep. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, it was like the wildest experience of being like, we're doing a Christmas musical and everybody hates each other. Except Correct. everybody else in the building are our best friends. Yes, like um, Beth Level. I love Beth Level. Beth like, being Level. on the that floor with Beth Level. And who Valerie else was on Wright. that floor? And Valerie, Valerie Wright, Wright, Valerie Wright, who would put her, um, hold on a second, put her kids to sleep over the phone, like say goodnight to them right before the sh like, show started. It was so, it was just like, ugh, it was such a great floor. Yeah. It was just, it was awesome. It was just awesome. There were some great people. Yeah. Jenny Hill. Oh my God. Oh, Jenny, Jenny Hill. Hill, Catherine Burnell. Catherine Burnell, who I still keep in touch with. I Marco oh, Polo I, with her all the time. Please give her my love. I miss I will. her. Um, I have I literally have a Christmas ornament with her and I on it from actually for, from something rotten the other show we did together. But oh right, you did something rotten together. Yeah, and there are a bunch of people in that show. Oh my god, that are not even in New York anymore. Like it's just it's so weird. It's like yesterday. Um, fun fact: I used to <laughs> I used to go in the alleyway of the St. James sometimes during intermission and smoke cigarettes. With <laughs> I'm like, oh god, fuck this. I'm so I'm just so miserable <laughs> with my life. <laughs> my agent dropped me i was like fuck this meanwhile Wait, just pinging out notes your agent dropped you while you were starring on broadway right before that yeah my a big very big agent dropped me mm -hmm. i hate this it was world. terrible it was pretty right and like not too long before that yeah it was probably it was like a big big Ooh, that was rough I'm it was rough. so sorry it's I... okay i mean i'm i'm fine now but you know it, at the time you know when you get dropped by you know, uh, especially Anything, when it's, it's a big one. Yeah, we deal with so much fucking rejection. And then it's like a two Brutus. Yeah, I was two? like, wait. Yeah, my my hello. Anyone home? <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a friend that got dropped um, on on their way to a callback. And wow. the agent called them and said, you know, so, you know, we're we're not continuing our relationship. And they were like. So should I still go to the callback I'm uh -uh. walking to right now? And they were like, um, yeah. And if we hear anything, we'll let you know. And we'll take commission because we'll we got you the appointment. Because Fuckers. we're monsters. I just, I can't. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, I have loved that you are now a true crime journalist. I I am. <laughs> kind it's of. A- no, well, this, uh, it's the, the Ghislaine, am I saying that right? I look at you are spelled and I'm like, what? It is Ghislaine. Sometimes it's Ghislaine, person? sometimes it's Ghislaine. It depends on who you talk to. At first I was like, Ghislaine, which is wrong. <laughs> it took me like a week to figure it out. But yes, you're saying it right. Okay. The Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell case. Mm-hmm. That was, your coverage of that was remarkable. Oh, thanks. It was not expected at all. I just, I knew I wanted to go. I was planning on going and I just showed up and then I was like, well, I'm just going to report on this every day because it's cool and I'm getting inside every day. So why not just tell everybody what's going on? And then I got like emotionally invested in it because I just did and I started meeting everybody there and I was certainly the only actor muggle there. Everybody else was <laughs> journalists and I, except this other, this, um, other woman, Jessica from California, who's big on Instagram, she had covered like just for fun, the Britney case. And then she decided to fly out a few times. So her, her and I were really the only muggles. Everyone else were like real reporters or lawyers. Um, And yeah, so then we we like I became competitive about it. I was like, I'm going to be here every day and I want to be here every day because also at the time when it started, it was right after Thanksgiving. And, you know, um, I was just kind of like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I'm unemployed. And I'm like, like, but I'm going to go because I've always been interested in trials and I've been to a trial before, but never like committed from beginning to end. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go big and just go. And then I just kept going. And it's just like I made it my job, even though it wasn't my job. Wow. How how do you even get in there? So you so the public is allowed a couple of spots like they have in the gallery they call it the gallery right where everybody sits the public and the press are allowed a certain number of spots and so let's say then they change that rule depending on how management felt every day so you kind of felt like you were going in not really knowing so it came from like it started at like five public seven press to to public for press as it went through like they they started really like becoming more strict but how it works is you have to get outside uh you have to be outside um on and get in line outside the courthouse downtown and the first day that i got there i was number 14 the first day of trial and i got there at 5 45 in the morning wow 
and I was number 14. So they then they put you in overflow rooms that have t- that have screens so you can watch what's going inside. But in order to get into the courtroom after that, I started getting there pretty consistently around four to four thirty oh to God. be in the top uh, number, you know, the, the top five at least to get in. And then as the trial went on and the weather got worse, like less people started to come. So it was just the regulars. So it became me and the, you know, just the same five or six people. So I was only one or two of public people. And sometimes you'd have stragglers come, random public people, but not not many normal people just go to a trial unless you are reporting and getting paid or you're a lawyer and you're interested so basically, you have the journalists that are outside, and they're all the, they're from everywhere: CNN, ABC, um, you know, the London Times, the Daily Beast, uh, and also because Glenn Maxwell is British, you know, a lot of um, the Guardian, Daily Mail, like from foreign press. Maybe like top tip: I'm here to exactly. stand in line with you. Exactly. And they're pretty cool. They all like most of them live here. Some of them travel to be here. I mean, you have people from Australia, ABC, like all over and people from Washington. So then and then lawyers and whoever else. And then you had so then you have the in-house reporters that basically um, there's a very it's it's hard to get in-house credentials. They cover the courthouse all the time. They're they're I don't want to say they're too cool for school, but this is their turf. And yeah. they can walk in and out of the courtroom as they please. Um, they always have seniority and they have they're allowed to keep their phones. They have a room where they can go get Wi-Fi. Wow. They can use their phones in the courtroom, whereas they can everyone smoke else smoke in the courtroom. They can undress. <laughs> um, and then so then you have that. And then there's this whole other faction of people at the at the trial you're like you have the people that can get in the in the courtroom which are very very few you have to also understand in the courtroom too there are fbi all kinds of law enforcement that also come and go federal marshals come and go because they've been involved with the case they were there for the you know during search warrants like um, they were investigators so it's constantly a flow of all these kind of people and um, they do have allocated spaces for victims and then galen's family that was in the front her brothers and sisters and then there's this whole other faction of people in the overflow room. So they have a couple of other court. I mean, there's tons of courtrooms in the actual courthouse. It's huge. And there's many courtrooms all over on the various floors. So they'll have overflow rooms where there are other courtrooms, but they put TV screens up everywhere. And there is a live feed in the in our in the main courtroom and you can watch them. So people um, have more access so in those rooms, you can show up like at 10 o'clock or nine o'clock if you want, right when it's starting and you can get into one of those overflow rooms. Um, they they do limit the number, but you, you could have shown up at any time and gotten one, one of those rooms. And that's where a lot of a lot of people got COVID in those rooms because there were a lot of anti-vaxxers in there. No, That's why I never I only was in an overflow room the first day because I didn't get the lay of the land yet. There were, you know, QAnon, uh, conspiracy no. theorists. Oh, yeah. All kinds of all kinds of wackadoos. Not not that they're all wackadoos, but a lot of them are. And then you'd have like my friend Jackie, who would be in the overflow rooms because she couldn't get there that early. And she's also just a normal journalist. But she stopped going in those overflow rooms because people started getting COVID. And then it's and it got kind of crazy. But th- 
all kinds of people, which is why I'm writing about it, because the characters and the people that I met from the security guards who are retired police officers, now marshals, to the sketch artists, to wow. I mean, it is a whole other world. And it's it is theater like being in the courtroom is like watching a show in a way. Sure. So it's fascinating. And it's also I mean, it was heartbreaking. You saw um, a lot of obviously victims testifying and I don't know. And, and, you know, it's different because like as as actors and like creative people, we're like looking at it differently than just normal reporters look at it or academic people look at it. You know, we're studying and then we're studying body language and tone and inflection and all of these things um, that after a while, the reporters and things that I would notice and the reporters would come to me and go, OK, so what did you think of that? Like after a while, we started developing this relationship with the reporters with knew that I could pick up things they couldn't pick up Mm -hmm. Um, because as we got to know each other, we figured out our strengths. And I would ask my friend Lucia, who is a trained lawyer about what the fuck are they saying about that? What does that mean? Mm -hmm. And impeachment, what? And she'd be like, okay. And I'd be like, you see how that she did that? You see how she did that with her? Like she was looking here or whatever. She does this or she does that with her, you know, the things that we're trained as actors, like we just pick up because we're like, genius at understanding behavior like that's part mm-hmm. of what we do so it, it's just it was fascinating and heartbreak like really it started i started getting personally affected by it it was very draining at times just because like you're like wow these this is not a story you watch a netflix docuseries about jeffrey epstein like this is real and this woman's sitting right in front of me every day and it's intense and and, and, and i had a place to go <laughs> You know, like <laughs> do something, you know, I, I can't imagine, especially being in the room with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, it, what was it like the first time that you saw her? The first well, the first first time I saw her, she was on a screen because I was in an overflow room. So we saw her walk in. Um, and now that I'm going through all my notes, it's like we were. You know, we didn't understand, like, we were like, is it a cream turtleneck? Is it a pink turtleneck? Like, <laughs> but the way she walks, she walks with confidence, like she owns the place. And then the first, first time I saw her in in person, I think was the next day. You know, when she walks from the back, you know, these two marshals bring her out and the and the door opens and, and it's, and it's from, it's connected to like a cell back there. So she walks out and she saunters in, hugs her lawyers. Everyone's huggy. Everyone touches like she's um like she's royalty and she didn't do anything wrong that's so crazy it's wild it's wild no sense of remorse no sense of uh, responsibility um i wasn't there the day that she spoke i was so pissed um when she said you know i don't believe the government has anything on me and i'm not going to testify no one thought she was going to testify we all knew that she wasn't um but I wasn't there in the courtroom when, when she spoke, which I was sad about. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it was an amazing experience and like I'll never forget it. And the people that I made some really good friends and I certainly learned a lot. I mean, and, yeah. and an appreciation for for even if lawyers, I don't agree with their um, certain choices they've made, like watching women tear down other women in open court like uh, their experiences as children and then watching them 
rip them to shreds as far as finding holes in their stories every which way, trying to discredit them for their client. It's it's that's it's despicable. And it's also fascinating because all it takes is to sow some seeds of doubt for the jury to go. I'm not sure. And you understand why it's an art form. Right. Cross examination and questioning and reforming your questions is an art form because you're watching them and you're like, how the hell uh, there's objection, objection. How the hell is this lawyer going to rephrase this question to get the answer that they want from this person on the stand? And they wind up somehow being able to twist it around enough that it gets through. The judge says, I'll allow it. And they have to answer it. It's it's uh, it's incredible because they're actors. They are actors. Yeah, I I was only a juror once, and it was for the stupidest case ever. It lasted forever. It was like literally a, not even a car crash, like a fender bender, like a bump. And <laughs> the guy, you know, the guy oh that was uh, suing or whatever, not the defendant, the other one, his lawyer had this long ponytail his hair was like all oily and gross. His oh clothes were Where sort was of like, this? This was at the Flushing Courthouse. Oh my God. And this guy was the worst actor ever. Like <laughs> if I was directing like the worst production of like Carousel somewhere in Pacoima yeah. or Tuscaloosa, like maybe they'd get to be a knight. But like, you know, he... <laughs> a fender bender and he would take his fist and he would slam it into his hand and be like here's this car crash crash over and over again like getting into the jury's faces crash yes that's a civil case that's totally that's what they're allowed to do it's way more theatric than even like federal so stupid and it's like girl listen big girl girl. from one big girl to another big girl girl you're not that good you're just not that good. You ain't if that you good. If you would girl. like to coach with me, you can find me on Instagram at Josh Period Layman and send me a DM, and I <laughs> will coach you. That's right. Um, yeah, and the poor like the defendant was just like, "This is bullshit." Like the entire time, he was like, "Uh, yeah, this is dumb." And oh my God. Um, yeah, it lasted a week. Um, not I, not as exciting as the Glane Maxwell case. But it's funny, isn't it? It's interesting, though. You're like, when they get into the jurors' faces, like, it's, and now it's, it's so bizarre. different with COVID. They had to be behind, like, this, like, little, like, mass on, mass off, like, in these wow. little cubicle things. It's, they had to it wear still... an astronaut suit, protect the and jury. It's, we had, it's crazy. We had one juror, this, like, really young kid. Um, that when we were deliberating, he was like, yeah, well, whatever you all decide, I'm down with. And we were like, that's not how this works, asshole. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's just not how this works, kid. Um, We just watched 12 Angry Men the other night again, and there's that scene where he's like, well, well, yeah, he's guilty. And he's like, you can't just say that. This is a murder trial. Like, you have to, why do you think he's guilty? Or why do you think he's not guilty? Watching that movie after this whole thing was really interesting. Yeah. Well, so, watching yeah. watching your coverage was amazing because I didn't feel like the trial got like much coverage. Like it was there, but it was such an afterthought in the press. Yeah. It and it and it didn't seem like it because when you're there, there's tons of media there. There were trucks outside and cameras and and but 
Yeah, that wasn't getting a lot of coverage. Whereas now, you know, I think people want me to cover this Prince Andrew trial and I have like I'm interested, but I have no interest just because I'm not I I just don't I'm not as drawn to it. Virginia, um, Virginia Roberts, now Virginia Gareffi is uh, was connected to the Epstein and Maxwell case because um, she settled with Epstein and she settled with Glenn Maxwell out of court a number of years ago. But Prince Edward, they uh, Prince Andrew, they introduced her to him. And so now, like, there's things happening. The judge has not dismissed the case. The case is moving forward. I don't think she wants to settle and she wants to go to trial. Good. So now and then today, the queen stripped him of his military uh, title. I didn't know that. I didn't yes. know that. So he's not his royal highness anymore. He's just Prince Andrew. And it's weird because I'm struggling today going, you know, I think people want me to cover this. And I don't I just because there's no if there's a trial, I will cover it. Like right now, I'm like, OK, it's like one headline after the other. And we're actually I'm still covering the Glenn trial in a sense, because now we have a jury we have a juror, juror number 50, long story short, who said some things. Apparently, he might have lied on his questionnaire form while they were doing jury selection. Um, pick. Yeah. yeah. And so they might they're trying to um, the defense is now saying they want a new trial. Oh, so we're going to find out about that. But anyway, it's all very fascinating. And, you know, it's it was awesome. And I learned a lot about myself. You know, I think, you know, when you do when you're do one thing primarily for most of your life and then you're thrust into another world you're like oh i'm actually i'm pretty smart <laughs> yeah <laughs> in a different way than i thought i was i oh okay i'm not you know cuz like when you're an actor and like uh, you know i'm a writer but really it's not like i don't i put myself in a totally new world like just thrust myself in there and i'm like oh i kind of belong here just like these people belong here that's so. one of my favorite things about you, though, is that you're fearless. I mean, I know you. I know that we have, like, our human insecurities <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Um, but the way that you are really um, a chameleon in that way where you can put on so many hats and do it with so much passion and do it so brilliantly, you are an incredible actress, singer, um, journalist, journalist, um, also an amazing stand-up, like Thanks. all the stuff that you do, it just blows me away. And I am thrilled to announce right here, live on the podcast, uh, Leslie and I are on our way to the La Jolla Playhouse next month because Correct. the producers of Diana have yep. now, uh, we, mm -hmm. there's a new musical called Ghislaine, exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> and um it's i can't believe we're actually saying i can't believe it's real josh like it's like we've been dreaming about this moment for so long and so now long. it's real like wow and lippa's music andrew lippa his score i just but can't what's, what's the crazy, opening it's it's amazing but it's amazing. i can't believe lacusa is doing galane as well i know it <laughs> and it's like there's <laughs> <laughs> and like Jason Robert Brown, like wrote like the 11 o'clock number because it was just like, whatever, everyone got COVID yeah. and he was the only one standing. So they're like, OK, you write it. Yeah. And then, you know, James Lapine is only directing the um the end, the, the last end, number, the end, the last number. Which, yeah. And I love that song, you know, Ghislaine, yeah. Ghislaine, <laughs> you better need to explain all this stuff you did. You bad, bad girl. Ghislaine. 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 <laughs> You got lots to explain. 
I mean, and also it's like, it's just so special for Josh and I because we wrote some of the um, incidental like music. And we also, this is our first credit as co-choreographers. <laughs> so I, I, you know, it's just like, we we're talking about being fearless. Like we're just like, you know what? We didn't die in the past we few years. So die. let's try something new. Yeah. Let's bring let's Blaine some, let's, to Broadway. To Broadway. Um, Broadway. This is, this is my favorite thing about us. We could do a bit for a year like we our bits forever. are they last forever yeah um, that bit could have lasted another at least 30 minutes and we would have kept going <laughs> we could have the kept audience going. would have taken their lives but yeah we could have kept going um people would have finished three loads of laundry <laughs> listening to this Ghislaine, 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 you got lots to explain. Um, Ghislaine. It's actually sort of catchy. Maybe it Lin-Manuel is. could do like, Ghislaine, Ghislaine, hey, lots to explain, Ghislaine. Um, that's my... I want you, Ghislaine, I want you so bad. <laughs> oh, my um, God. God, I miss you. I, I, I love, you like, too. just being stupid with you. I loved back during the election when we made oh the taco God. truck video that you created, um, wrote, produced. MPS, like think about all of the people, all of you guys, every last one of you are, are like every single person that I had the honor of putting in that video has like done incredible things. Everyone, all I mean, them. MJ, MJ, I mean, MJ. <laughs> I remember meeting MJ and being like, oh, yeah, you're very gifted. This is fun. You're funny. And next thing you know, she's on Pose and winning a, what did she win? Golden a Golden Globe. Globe. And um, Emmy. She's like, and that's like, it's just awesome. I, that's like my dream is just to always work with people that I love to, to people that I love that I never like worked with. I'm like, yeah, come do this thing. Please come and do this thing. Will you do this thing? And that's like the best because I know so many talented people like how lucky am i like that's just unbelievable I, I don't know how you know all these people like larry owens was in it who um the i star... knew him of because uh, of gigantic oh he was in gigantic yeah he was in his gigantic performance in strange loop was un i know amazing i love that show i can't wait for it to come oh my it's god can in. we go together please oh yes I saw it twice off Broadway when it was here and they oh, just did DC. So I didn't get good. to see it down there, but Same. you know, it's just like, that's, that's, I, mean, I think of like, I, I, and, and that's why it's hard. I think for, for actors too, it's just like, we're, we're always, we know so many talented people and then not everyone works all the time. Yeah. And you're just like, wait, but that person's so talented. Oh, wait, I'm so talented too. And no one's working or I'm working and they're not working or they're working and I'm not working. And it's just, it's, it's a hard, it's just hard. What we do is, is not ever stable. <laughs> no, it's, it's such a mind fuck. Cause like one day oh my you God. feel like you're on top of the world. And then the next you're just like sitting in a puddle of self-pity and you know just like looking at your old playbills like they're your friends and being like some say they can still hear my pingy voice at this place that they do encore shows at some oh my say God. you know um but that's why i you know that saying compare and despair oh hello yeah, comparison hello. is a thief of joy yeah yes yeah, compare like, and despair uh i try to practice that a lot it was really hard um 
when, you know, Broadway's coming back and oh, you're Lord. like, I'm never going to work again. Right. You know, uh, my cat was just like, yeah, that's yeah, right, that was fucker. so cute. It was almost yeah. on pitch. It oh, my cat's a great singer. He it sounded like. like <laughs> I mean, this at this point at Wicked, my fucking cat's going to be going on for Alphaba like tomorrow at eight. Um, my God. Those those poor people. They're like, can you hit an high F? Have no. you ever done a show at your high school? You too could be Alphaba tonight at 8 p.m. If you ruin your voice, we don't care. We do not care. If we ruin your self-esteem, you had the full wicked experience. Right. Sign here on the dotted line. <laughs> so true. It's just like, oh my God. It's so funny. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, what? It's, it's sometimes I go, God, I've been here since... I graduated college in 1999. I've been in New York since 1999. It's so weird to think like, wow, I've been like, that's why I say when people go, oh, I don't know. And it's like, it comes something, we, we, it comes, something will come or you'll figure something out or something will change because it's like, all of a sudden you go, God, 20 something years have gone by and I'm still doing it. Yeah. What? I found yeah. a way, but now it's like we're living in unprecedented times. So it's like nothing makes sense now. It's not normal. What? No. You know, like these shows taking hiatuses and then coming back. It's like, we've never experienced that. We, no. you know, I mean, I went to Lion King for the first time. I'd never seen Lion King. A friend of mine got tickets. I was like, well, now's the time. And half of the orchestra is gone. Like there's no, nobody there right yeah. now. I, uh, you know, Broadway month, which was Broadway week. Um, is coming up, and I looked into tickets for To Kill a Mockingbird next week on Tuesday, and maybe 10% of the seats were sold. Maybe. Well, it's closing now, Sunday. I know. The day after I looked, they were like, oh my God. we're closing till June. Um, it's not. I don't. It's, it's such it's, a sad, scary time. Um, it is. And yet, like we just, what do we? It's sad. It's sad for Broadway, and it's sad in our personal lives. Like just as humans, like this is—is is this ever going to be over? And then you're just like, okay, we just we're starting to figure out, I guess, how to adapt. I mean, we're also coming out of the hardest time as post holidays when we knew the spike was going to happen in this fucking variant. It's like, what's the next one? What is the next variant name? <laughs> I don't care. I just cannot be named after a fucking transformer. I can't yeah. like, I'm like, I'll make rum. Like, I, I like, can't. and who, who makes the names? Like who makes the names of these storms? I've, oh, no one has ever been able to tell me that. I was oh, like, why? Hurricane Barbara. Like, who? All right. This one, Susan. Um, I get dibs on naming this variant. Like, who decides that? Actually, that's a good question, Josh. I'm going to find out. Yeah, I, I want that to be our job. I want you and I to start naming hurricanes Seriously. and variants. 
Or like, why why don't they name them like the variants after like horrible people? Like just to scare the anti-vaxxers, just be like, uh, the Hitler variant just came <laughs> out Hitler and variant. it's a bitch. Um, it's do really... not, you do not want Hitler. You do not want Hitler. I'm telling um, you. Yeah, hear me out. Okay. And those of you that do and love him, God bless. Go get it. <laughs> go get it. Go right after it, honey. Go I'll give you a it. dish of the Hitler variant. Listen, Here you go, honey. You can, I'll, Shots I'll for make everybody. a line for you out of this variant. Just sniff it right up. Just like in the old days. when cocaine. Just like in the old days. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear oh, to God. Leslie, I love you so much. You make I me laugh. I love you too, Josh. You, oh, I just, I can't wait to just see you and give you the biggest hug and um you're the yeah, best you're just such an important part of my life thank you so much for coming on the show it means so much thank you i i do have um when does this come out in like uh two weeks i think well i can probably say that i have news you have news yeah tell me your I'm, news well since it's coming out in two weeks i think it'll be announced by then um i'm going back to beetlejuice Oh my God! I'm going That's back to Beetlejuice. Wonderful, but it's 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 different than before. And the difference is, and literally, you're the first person I'm actually telling like here because the world it's going to get announced, and by the time this comes out, it'll be announced. But I'm only going back and doing Delia. I'm not doing Miss Argentina. Only doing Delia. Wow. So I will have the sweet hard track of Beetlejuice back. <laughs> And I'm so thrilled. We're going to have a new Miss Argentina, which is wow. awesome. Yeah. It's so it's so great for the actually it's great for me and it's great for the show because now, like for me, I'll have a much easier job, yeah. which I I really I'm really, really like because, again, I'm developing this piece about the trial. So I'll have more energy because doing I'm. I am going to be turning 45 in May and to be doing this track again after two years, I I. I'm like welcoming the, the having a b easier track, but also for the show, first of all, we'll have a killer Argentina. She'll probably like be able to do all kinds of dancing shit, which is so exciting because that's not me. Um, I said to our choreographer, I was like, Connor, make her fly through the air and shit, especially if she's young. I Girl, love let's Connor do it. So much. I love him. And also it's better for the show too, because instead of, it was never supposed to be one person. That was just because I'm crazy. But now for the show, it'll be an extra feature for someone. Yeah. And that's how it was always. So now it'll go back to that, which is great. So someone else can have their feature and I can do my part and, and I'll always be on the album. So it'll oh be, it's really cool. I'm I very excited. Wait. I cannot wait to see you in that again. It, I'm really excited. Oh, so I wanted to tell so you. Good. Thank you for telling me. I, you know, like I, I always wanted to ask, but there's that, you know, like I just believe in that rule of not being like, so did this go your way? You know, just know. because it's like what an asshole thing to like say to well, people. Well, because we talked about it initially, I was I was not going to go back. I didn't have plans to go back. And then, you know, it's sort of months later, this different scenario came about. And I was like, you know what? That actually sounds great. I would love just to come back and do Delia and be with my cast and we'll have some new people. Um, but it, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. And to feel yeah. like we're a part of bringing it back and people love the show and it's kind of like great it's also it's just it's fun it's really it's fun amazing. and i want to have fun well i have <laughs> I news have too you do. i have news i am going to be playing 
the house in Beetlejuice. Shut up. Oh now, my I'm God. Really excited. Shut I just had my first up. fitting. It's crazy. I actually look like a giant house. Well, um, the staircase, I knew it, it it just sits right in front of you. Yeah. So it's uh-huh. And it's Velcro. Uh-huh. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you never underestimate Velcro Velcro on Broadway. I hate you um, so much. I hate you so much, Josh. I, I love you. I love you. I love Nobody you. Nobody else does but me. Um, well, anyway, I'm so excited to see you. That's amazing. Um, Literally, this is the first time I'm ever like doing a thing like I'm actually telling somebody. So this is kind of cool. I'm really excited. Oh, yeah, it just happened not too long ago. So I wanted to tell you, but I figured I'd wait and tell you on your show. Oh, my God. Well, thanks for doing that. I'm really excited. And I'm now excited. all of you at home will be really excited. You have to go see Yay. Beetlejuice with me. Oh, I loved that show so much. And Dana yes. Steingold in that show oh my was God. a she's, chef kiss. Yes. And she's psyched. She's coming back. I mean, a lot of people, the, a lot of original people are coming back. Some Great. people got other jobs, obviously, because yeah. of life. But I think most of the original cast, most of us, I'll be back. Oh, So good. it's exciting. Oh, that's so marvelous it's so wonderful to hear some good news and i know in these uncertain times times with josh layman uncertain times with josh layman you understand yes you understand Um, yes oh i love you thank you for coming i love you thank you thank you so much for having me i'm so glad we got to do this me too and thank you everybody at home listening you make my life so much better Yes, you. You make my life better. Um, And thank you for supporting this show and supporting artists right now. It's so important. Um, And you can continue to do so. Go to www.patreon.com slash Josh Swallows Broadway and come and join the fun. We have Zoom Hangouts every month. It's going to be a blast. I hope to see you there. And also, like, subscribe, tell your friends. If you hate the show, tell people that you hate to listen to it. Be like, just tell people that you hate if you really hate the show. And then they'll be miserable. And, yeah, it'll be good for everybody. All right, thank you so much. Talk to you next time. Bye! Josh Swallows Broadway is produced by Alan Seals, Dory Berenstein, and myself, Josh Lehman, with associate producer Elizabeth Wheelis. And special thanks to our Patreon producers, David Rimmer and Josh Harris. You can join them. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Josh Swallows Broadway. Leave a rating. Leave a review. I read them. This is how I continue living. Help me live. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for keeping Broadway alive and swallow you soon. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.